0: This is All in the Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on Union Cabinet decisions. The participants are A.K. Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst, and Aditi Tandan, Journalist.
1: The Union Cabinet chaired by Prime Minister Narendra Modi has taken two important decisions today. In the first decision, the Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs has given its approval for fixing higher ethanol price derived from different raw materials under the EPB program for the forthcoming sugar season 2019-2020 during ethanol supply year which will last from 1st December this year until 30th November 2020. So the basic thing is that the CCA has approved a revision of the mechanism for ethanol pricing and procurement by the state-run oil marketing companies like the Indian Oil Company Corporation, the Bharat Petroleum Corporation and the HPCL also. So the second decision that the cabinet has taken is with respect to the infusion of the IDBI Bank. So, Mr. Bhattacharya, how do you look at the ethanol pricing revision mechanism in Haryana and in Maharashtra? And these also happen to be the top cane-producing states of India.
0: The state of the sugar industry in this country. There is virtual glut situation in as far as the sugar availability is concerned. If you take the carryover stocks when we start the sugar season this September... It is considered to be around 16 to 19 lakh tons of sugar. Now, in an industry where the annual consumption is around 28 to 29 lakh tons, if you start the year with around 16 to 19 lakh tons of carryover stocks, you are looking at a situation where there is surplus. Now, the government, as you know, has already decided to boost exports and has actually provided for a subsidy on exports of rupees 10 rupees per kilogram of sugar. And the government from the Exchequer will provide around 6,300 crore of subsidies to boost exports of sugar by the factories so that the sugarcane consumption they can take place accordingly and keep the farmers happy. Now, the reason why the government gave this uh, substantial uh, subsidy on sugar exports is because without that sugar subsidy, Indian sugar factories would not be competitive to export sugar, although India has a sugar market uh, which can exploit. And that is because the sugarcane procurement prices, particularly in Uttar Pradesh which produces almost 60-70% to 70% of our sugar output is taken care of. So, if you want to maintain the procurement prices which are fairly high along with that there the is a state advisory prices which make the sugar prices a little on the higher side and therefore the sugar that you produce you need that subsidy if you want to stay competitive in the global markets now first you try to go in for exports so that the extra stocks that will come the start of the season are depleted to some extent and then you create another avenue with today's decision wherein the sugar factories will be able to use molasses that are produced from the sugarcane. They and their molasses can be used to convert into ethanol. So the whole idea is to make the sugar industry little more viable because right now there are sugarcane dews which are mounting and as you know sugarcane is a very a very politically sensitive commodity. It may not answer all your questions on agriculture because it is a water intensive crop, it reduces the water level in the ground study. So I think what the government has done is to address an emerging situation which can become problematic, to make sure that sugar farmers as well as sugar producers get some money through this higher price which they can sell to the oil refineries and as you know there is a five percent
1: right let's come to the specifics yeah. of the decision so yeah. the decision basically says that the price of ethanol from c heavy molasses root will be increased from rupees 43.46 a liter to 43.75 a liter likewise there will be an increase in the price of ethanol from b heavy molasses root from 52.43 per liter to 54.27 per liter and the third category the price of ethanol from sugarcane juice, sugar and sugar syrup root will be fixed at 59.48 rupees per litre. As you said, Mr. Bhattacharya, that the idea is to actually help the stressed industry, the sugarcane industry and it is assumed and expected that the remunerative prices from the increased price of ethanol, uh, when it is given to suppliers, then it will also reduce the areas as you said of the cane farmers and ease the difficulties of the sugarcane industry. It will also to some extent, isn't it, help uh, uh, government's resolve to increase farm income going forward into twenty twenty two because they have to start thinking ahead in order to achieve this ambitious project. And if you could also throw some light on whether this decision will help us reduce pollution in respect yes, of both the,
0: the points and help
1: mean. us, you know, meet our COP twenty one commitments of the UN climate change conference.
0: Absolutely I think both the points you mentioned are very relevant. At one level you will see that the government decides to increase the ethanol prices therefore the sugar mills can actually their recovery from the entire sugar cane and molasses will go up so therefore they will be in a position to repay the farmers are not fully aware whether like in the case of subsidies whether the increased price on ethanol sold to the refineries will be directly transferred to the accounts of the farmers like in the case of the export subsidy, the entire subsidy amount of 6,000 crore is supposed to be transferred directly to the farmer's account. Uh, one is not clear, because the details are not fully out, whether even in this case, the higher price on ethanol will be directly be transferred to the farmers. Even if it is not, one can assume that the farmers will get a share of the extra money which the sugar factories will definitely gain. But I think a larger and a more durable impact of this decision would be on how the extent of fossil fuel in the automotive fuels like uh, petrol and diesel also uh, that will come down so the consumption of, of fossil fuels will come down to the extent if right now the target is to raise the spiking of petrol and diesel to 10% right now we are hovering at around 5% now with higher production of ethanol and increasing the price of ethanol for refineries, you will see that the target of 10% spiking will be achieved. Another major issue is that there is a lot of diversion of this ethanol to the potable liquor industry. Now, once the incentive with higher prices goes up, so the diversion will come down, and therefore one can expect that the spiking of ethanol with petrol and diesel will actually be a more achievable target.
1: Right, and also as Petroleum Minister Dhamendra Pradhan pointed out today, Mr. Bhattacharya, that ethanol blending in petroleum has been increasing, and it has risen from 38 crore litres in 2014 to about 141 crore litres in 2018. And Mr. Pradhan also mentioned that the oil marketing companies will be actually procuring 260 crore litres of ethanol in 2019-2020 for which this hike is also applicable and this is expected to also vastly reduce India's energy dependence which is very important in the changing global atmosphere isn't it?
0: Absolutely. I think it will reduce the refineries or India's dependence on fossil fuel because we import almost 80 to 85 percent of our total fossil fuel requirements are met through imports. So to that extent the foreign exchange that we spend on import of Fossil fuel will come down but what will happen is that the refineries which are going to buy this ethanol and spike their petrol and diesel with this ethanol, their margins will be hit to some extent because right now they were buying this ethanol from the sugar factories at an X price and as you rightly pointed out they increase it around 4 to 5 percent. Now to that extent if you are using the same ethanol at a higher price. So, the refineries margin will be affected to some extent, but I think it is a very small price to pay for the larger gains that the economy will benefit from.
1: And it is also said that next year, India will save around a billion, one billion dollar in crude oil imports with this new policy change that the cabinet has today cleared. Mr. Bhattacharya can you also throw some light on how today's decision kind of uh, plays out in respect of the national biofuel policy which was passed earlier by the government where the objective was really to curb energy imports and also to cut on India's carbon emissions and as you said that the objective of the government is to actually decrease the use of fossil fuels so that our pollution levels come.
0: I think the national biofuels policy did indicate that the spiking Or the mixing of ethanol with fossil fuels should go up. As I said, that it was originally mandated to go up to 5%, and now under the National Biofuels Policy, this share must go up to 10%. But the 10% target is a huge target. There are countries like Brazil which go up to a spiking of their fossil fuel to the tune of around 20% or so. Now, it is possible and feasible. Now, the moment you use ethanol in petrol and diesel, what actually happens is that your consumption of those fossil fuels come down. So, to that extent, your carbon footprint is reduced to that extent. And what you are also doing is that something that you are virtually allowing to go waste, you are using it for productive purposes. So I think it's a national biofuels policy is a win-win situation where the government also earns some tax revenue from those ethanol that is sold. On the whole, it enhances the sustainability aspects of India's energy economy.
1: Right. And as uh, we know that the government has been implementing the ethanol blended program uh, wherein uh, oil marketing companies, as you said, have been selling this petrol blended with ethanol up to 10%. But uh, the issue is that uh, with a view to limit the sugar production in the country and to increase domestic production of ethanol, government has to continue to take measures like this. uh, The Today's uh, policy decision is one step in that direction. Going forward, how do you think the GST regime will play out around the increased prices, will there be a component of the GST payable?
0: Well, I think GST component will not be such a major factor here because you have, when you are selling ethanol, you are paying GST and I don't think there is any change in the GST rate. There is also no change in the GST rate on the manufactured sugar that you produce. So on the whole, the GST rate remains unchanged. So I don't see it impacting on either the government's revenue or on the GST payout by companies. But what will happen is that when you are using more ethanol and using more molasses to produce that ethanol, then what happens is that the use of sugarcane only to produce sugar will come down. As you know, there are three categories of molasses that are produced. Now, one of the categories is before you actually extract the juice out of the sugarcane. So, therefore, the availability of sugarcane, which we are producing in plenty, actually we are in surplus quantities now, will come down. So, you will be having a larger, the benefit will be that today's problem of plenty in the sugar industry will also be tackled to a great extent because right now we don't know what to do because if the sugar prices come down suddenly in the market then you will have the same problem that you raised that how do you make sure that the sugar farmer's income goes up.
1: Right. The other cabinet decision Mr. Bhattacharya, an important decision again, the cabinet has approved the infusion of rupees 4,557 crore by the government and the IDBI and this is in the backdrop of uh, last year's cabinet approval under which the LIC had acquired 51 1% stake in the bank, but the government continued to be a promoter and continued to hold around 46% share. So how does it help the IDBI uh, ward off its NPAs?
0: See, what is happening is IDBI Bank uh, was in financial trouble. Its NPA levels were on the rise. And I think about two years ago, the government, its wisdom, had decided that IDBI Bank should be privatized. Efforts were made, but the government uh, did not find reasonable terms or the buyer to whom IDBI Bank could be sold. So a decision was taken early this year to keep IDBI Bank in the government sector. And this was done by asking LIC to buy 51% stake in IDBI Bank. What has been done today is that the government has decided to pump in 4,570-odd crore into the capital. And similarly, LIC will bring in another amount so that the overall stake in the company for LIC and IDBI Bank stays at 51%. And it is important that the LIC has to keep 51%. And if the government had not put in the money, then the LIC stake would have gone up and that the insurance regulator would have objected to. So the whole idea is, To provide more capital to IDBI Bank so that IDBI Bank can start lending money Mm. and get back into the business for which it is supposed to be there. Thank
1: you so much for your time.
0: Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on Union Cabinet Decisions. The participants were A.K. Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst, and Aditi Tandan, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on the website newsonair.com. You may email opinion about this program at airnsttalks@gmail.com. at gmail.com.